is the finale of the second concerto for orchestra. This is the piece for which composer Stephen Stuckey won the Pulitzer Prize. We're hearing Lan Shui conduct the Singapore Symphony Orchestra. Stephen Stuckey recently passed away at the age of 66. Welcome to Relevant Tones. I'm Seth Bosted. On today's program, I'm going to be paying homage to this great composer, Stephen Stuckey, somebody who wrote an incredible amount of music in the orchestral genre, but also chamber music, vocal music, opera. I mean, he wrote in every conceivable musical genre, and he did it well. He's not only a prolific composer, but I think he's a bit of a chameleon in that he's able to channel the styles of other composers, and yet there's always a distinct voice. He reminds me somewhat of Stravinsky in this ability to write through the lens of other composers, and yet you'll still know that it's a piece by Stephen Stuckey. So I'm going to show off this incredible versatility on the program today, paying homage to Stephen Stuckey, who in addition to being a great composer was also quite a mentor. For more than 30 years, he was on the faculty at Cornell University, and then he was at the Juilliard School. As I said, he won the Pulitzer Prize, but he also was on the board of the American Academy of Arts and Letters, New Music USA, a lot of organizations like that that advocate for composers. So not only was he a great composer himself, he was a fantastic advocate for other composers. Let's turn now to a piece called The Great Galaxy, and I think this shows off a completely different side of the composer. This is from a larger work for orchestra called Pinturas de Tamayo, or Paintings of Tamayo. Stuckey had come across the Mexican painter Rufino Tamayo and was struck by these paintings, and so he chose five of them and wrote music inspired by the paintings. I think this here shows Stuckey kind of channeling a 17th century composer. There's almost a Baroque sound. I wouldn't be surprised if the instrumentalists started to ornament the music the way that Baroque players do. It's a very different sound than how I opened the program. Here is Lan Shui again to lead the Singapore Symphony Orchestra in The Great Galaxy from Pinturas de Tamayo, music of Stephen Stuckey. Thank you. 
That's music inspired by art. In this case, the painting is called The Great Galaxy, and it's by a Mexican painter, Rufino Tamayo. It is from a piece called Pinturas de Tamayo by Stephen Stuckey. He was quite inspired by this painter. I think it's always interesting when a composer writes music inspired by art. For me here, the painting is a very thick paint. It seems more like an expressive painting. And yet in the piece, Stuckey has chosen to write in a kind of Baroque style. Very interesting to me. But I also wanted to play that piece because it's just so different stylistically from the second concerto for orchestra. We heard the Singapore Symphony Orchestra, conducted by Lan Shui. Let's return now to that fantastic music with which I opened the program, the second concerto for orchestra. This is a piece designed to showcase the orchestra. That is what it means. A concerto for orchestra is going to have each section be a soloist in the orchestra. And I can't think of a modern composer who can show off the orchestra better than Stephen Stuckey. Let's welcome Lan Shui back with the Singapore Symphony Orchestra. We're going to hear as much of the second concerto as we can. We're going to have to excerpt the second movement, but we'll hear the first and third movements in their entirety. Here again is music of Stephen Stuckey, the second concerto for orchestra.
Fantastic music, so much energy. In fact, the finale that we just heard is subtitled Allegro Energico. No doubt about that. That's music by Stephen Stuckey that I think clearly shows his mastery of the orchestra. Here is a composer who thoroughly understands the possibilities of this ensemble. And a concerto for orchestra is generally a piece that is showcasing the orchestra. So we'll have a lot of different soloists. We'll be highlighting different sections of the orchestra. And I think there's never a doubt in the listener's mind about which part of the orchestra Stuckey is showcasing. He can bring something into the forefront. He can hide it quietly in the background. He's just incredible at that. Also, I think, great at dramatic pacing, as we heard. We heard Lan Shui conducting the Singapore Symphony Orchestra, and it was a fantastic performance. This piece, again, won the Pulitzer Prize in 2005. And I like to think of the committee hearing that piece and just kind of looking at each other and nodding like, oh, yeah. Yeah, this is definitely the one. (laughs) This is going to win the Pulitzer Prize. It's just clearly a modern-day masterpiece for the orchestra. And again, one of the techniques that he's using there is this idea of building sound blocks or sound masses that was pioneered by the Polish composer Witold Ludosławski. It was such an influence on Stephen Stuckey. I thought it might be fun to just digress for a moment and listen to one minute of the Concerto for Orchestra by Witold Ludosławski. Here is the National Youth Orchestra of Great Britain, Edward Gardner conducting again just one minute. We're just going to drop in on this piece and hear what so influenced Stephen Stuckey.
That's just a little bit of the opening of the Concerto for Orchestra by Witold Ludoswowski, and you can really hear the influence, can't you? I thought it'd be fun to put that side by side with the music of Stephen Stuckey. The influences are very clear, as Stuckey, of course, would be the first to tell you. In fact, again, he won the Taylor Deems Award, a very prestigious award for music journalism for his book about Witold Ludoswowski. So pretty fun, I think, just to hear the composer's sound world reflected in a different composer. Stuckey is such a master of writing for the orchestra. It was, I think, the medium in which he was the most comfortable. The medium that he was perhaps the least comfortable, as he himself has said, was writing for the piano. And yet the piano music that we have is so wonderful. I wish that he had written more of it. I'm going to play a piece now called Four Album Leaves. And I just want to read from the program notes. Stuckey says, Album Leaves and Three Little Variations for David are in fact my first real piano music since childhood belatedly overcoming my overawe at the grandeur of the existing repertoire and the difficulty of finding new ways for the piano to speak. Album leaves are in a sense occasional, too. When the pianist Zach Bierken asked me to write something for a February 2003 recital, I couldn't refuse. Since I was then scheduled to write him a larger piece, we both looked on this as a kind of test, whether I could write for piano and whether what I wrote would suit him. I love those words for so many reasons. I love the way that he says he's looking on this as a test, whether he could write for piano. I think of Stephen Stuckey as such an incredibly accomplished composer, and yet here he is uncertain about whether or not he could take on this challenge. When I read that and realized that this piece was written for Zach Bierken, and a couple of weeks ago I had the great good fortune to be at the memorial concert for Stephen Stuckey in New York and to hear Zach Bierken himself perform these four album leaves, and it was an amazing concert. You could have heard a pin drop when this music was being performed. But for the program today, I'm going to turn to a Grammy-winning recording by the great pianist Gloria Chang. Here she is to perform Four Album Leaves by Stephen Stuckey, and I'm going to give the titles in translation. Movement one is contemplative, tempo rubato, which means it will not be in strict tempo. Movement two is mechanical. Movement three, serene and luminous. And movement four is lively and very, very fast. Here is music of Stephen Stuckey.
That's music of Stephen Stuckey. Piano music. It's called Four Album Leaves. And we heard Gloria Chang performing from a Grammy award-winning disc that she did. Music of Stephen Stuckey, Esa-Pekka Salonen, and Vitold Ludoswowski. No surprise, he's often paired with Stuckey. The Four Album Leaves are contemplative, tempo rubato, mechanical, serene, and luminous. And the last one we just heard there, Presto Jocoso, or Fast and Joyful. It's fantastic music by Stephen Stuckey, a composer who was not so comfortable writing for the piano, or so he said, but you would never know it to listen to that music. You're listening to Relevant Tones, a show featuring the music of contemporary composers. Today's program is an homage to the great American composer Stephen Stuckey, who recently passed away at the age of 66. To subscribe to our podcast or for streaming versions of this and all previous episodes, you can visit relevanttones.com. I'm paying homage today to the composer Stephen Stuckey, who passed away recently at the age of 66. And I didn't even know that he had passed away until I heard about a memorial concert for him in New York. I was very saddened to hear about this. I knew a handful of his orchestral works, but not a lot else. And then at this wonderful concert, they performed the music of Brahms, the music of Ludoswowski, the music of Influences of Stuckey alongside his music. And it was such a fantastic entry point into this composer's sound world. As I said at the beginning of the program, I think it's very important for any composer, but especially with Stuckey, because although he had a unique voice. He also was a master at synthesizing older styles into his music, much like Stravinsky. Stravinsky also was very good at that, and Stuckey himself was a modern-day master of doing that. But he was also an incredibly prolific composer. I, honestly, when I look at his career, I don't know how he had the time to do this. He had maintained a full teaching schedule at Cornell. He started his own ensemble, Ensemble X. He conducted his music. He wrote an incredible amount of music, much of it for large forces for the orchestra. It's all masterful music. He was on a million committees from the American Academy of Arts and Letters to the New Music USA. He was a composer in residence with the LA Phil. He was a, a guest speaker at the Here and Now series of the New York Philharmonic. I mean, it's just unbelievable how this composer managed to also raise a family and have a life and do all of these things and be so beloved by so many people. And yet he did. He's a model, I think, for all of us in the classical music field. And on today's program, I'm playing as much of his music as I can fit. So this is a great chance to memorialize the fantastic, I think, towering figure in American music, Stephen Stuckey. I've played a lot of his orchestral music. I played some piano music. Now I want to play vocal music. Stuckey certainly knew how to write for the voice. The piece I want to play now is called Sappho Fragments, and these are fragments of poems by the ancient Greek poet Sappho. They're beautiful, beautiful love poems. I'm going to play two movements, tempestuous and then very calm. And this is Ensemble X, the ensemble that the composer started, and we're going to hear the composer, Stephen Stuckey himself, conducting. Judith Kellogg is the soprano. Thank you. 
That's haunting, gorgeous music by Stephen Stuckey. We're hearing Judith Kellogg, soprano, doing the Sprechstimme style, popularized or actually created by Arnold Schoenberg. And she's performing with Ensemble X. We're hearing the composer Stephen Stuckey himself conducting two of the Sappho fragments, Tempestuous and then Very Calm. And it surely is, but it's an uneasy calm, isn't it? What a long distance we've come to in terms of sound world in that piece, Sappho fragments from the first piece I played today on the program, The Great Galaxy. And yet it's the same composer. He is so fluent in different musical languages. It's amazing to me how he can filter these influences through his own style. We know it's Stephen Stuckey, and yet he's undeniably channeling other composers, in this case, certainly Arnold Schoenberg and his great Pierrot Lunaire from 1912. Let's go ahead and just do this one more time. I'm going to put this influence next to Stephen Stuckey's music. We're going to hear one minute or so of Pierrot Lunaire. Schwarze Riesenfalter töteten der Sonne Glanz. Und vom Himmel Erdenherz senken sich mit Schwer. It's unmistakable, isn't it? We're in the same sound world. It was a movement called Die Nacht, or The Night, from Pierrot Lunaire by Arnold Schoenberg. We heard Christine Schaefer singing there, doing the Sprechstimme style, and she's with the ensemble Interconnipperon, led by Pierre Belez. So here again we have Stephen Stuckey clearly channeling Schoenberg and doing a fantastic job of it in the Sappho fragments. I've reserved the last part of the show today for a large-scale, really a monumental piece called August 4th, The Saddest Moment, which is not an opera, although it has a libretto. In fact, Stephen Stuckey worked with the great Gene Shear on the libretto. It's, it's more of an oratorio of sorts, and it is about the presidency of Lyndon Baines Johnson, but especially this one moment on August 4th, 1964, three slain civil rights leaders were found in the South, apparently murdered by the police. It's a huge work. I can't possibly play all of it, so I'm going to play the opening movement, the saddest moment, and here we're going to hear two of the mothers of the slain civil rights leaders. Of course, they're expressing their grief. They're also talking about the work that their sons did. But this is juxtaposed with Robert McNamara, who was the Secretary of Defense, and he's making his case for the Vietnam War. He's singing, I think we need to send a strong response. Let this be the day we did not tuck our tails, August 4th, 1964. So here in this opening movement, we have the complicated legacy of Johnson encapsulated in highly dramatic music. Here is Jaap von Zweden to lead the Dallas Symphony Orchestra and the Dallas Symphony Chorus. Our soloists are going to be Vail Rideout, Indira Mahajan, and Christine Jepsen. This is riveting music by Stephen Stuckey.
think we need to send a strong response. Let this be the day we did not talk our tales. August 4th, August 4th. That's wonderful, dramatic music by Stephen Stuckey. This is called The Saddest Moment. It's the first music that you hear in his great dramatic piece, August 4th, 1964. We heard Jap van Zweden with the Dallas Symphony Orchestra, the Dallas Symphony Chorus, and our soloists were Vale Rideout, Indira Mahajan, and Christine Jepsen. Well, that's all the time I have on the program today for this homage to Stephen Stuckey. Relevant Tones has been produced by Sarah Zwinklis and is made possible by the generous support of the Aaron Copeland Fund for Music and the listener supporters of WFMT. This project is supported in part by an award from the National Endowment for the Arts, Artworks. I'm Seth Bosted, and this is the WFMT Radio Network.